All right, we're back. We're back. This is uh, again. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We're back with uh, drifting on memories, um, wrapping up this awesome series that we got going on right now. Um, you know the uh, low, uh, women low riders only series that we've been doing. Uh, I'm really excited today to um, to talk to my guest, and uh, I've been trying to hook up with Guadalupe Rosales of the Veteranas and Rucas and Map Points art projects um so yeah i mean it's 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 a it's an honor to have you on here i'm, I'm glad you uh cut off some time for us and uh talk to us uh you know we've been talking a little bit about trying to make it happen so thanks for so much for being here how are you doing i'm good thank you so much um it's it's good to finally connect with you and i know that we're gonna have a conversation there's a lot to to talk about right yes yeah no most definitely <laughs> Um, and, yeah, I'm doing good. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and how, how, uh, um, you know, I kind of want to jump into it. You know, you, you're doing like a lot of stuff. You're being featured a lot of places. Uh, about a couple of weeks ago, you had a lecture in, I want to say Arizona, uh, at a university in Arizona. Was that in Arizona or Colorado? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and, um, I was in Arizona, uh, University of Arizona. Okay, cool. Um, so that was really cool to see that that happen, and and the fact that it was online and people can see that. But let's just jump into it. I mean, what you're doing is highlighting our people, highlighting the culture, highlighting uh, it from <clears throat> from today, from yesterday. Um, how would you describe what you're doing, Lupe? How would you describe it? <clears throat> well, I guess I can tell you about why I'm doing it and how it started. You know, I um I grew up in East LA and I mean Boyle Heights in East LA. I mean people wanna you know split like one thing is the other and you know, but for me I, I grew up in both places so um and I get that that people wanna say this is Boyle Heights and this is East LA and totally respect that. Uh, anyway, I grew up in Boyle Heights and East LA, and um, you know, I, I like to tell this story that when I was a teenager, I, you know, my parents and I lived on maybe like a block away from Weeder Boulevard, which is you know not far from like the sh- Commerce Shopping Center. Uh, so pretty much Whittier Boulevard was my, my front yard, you know, like my front yard, my, it's almost like having front row seats to, to a show. <laughs> I just like step out and I was, there was always something happening. Uh, but you know, at the same time, I, I, I was exposed to like the good and the bad stuff, right? Like, like there was no way of hiding the bad stuff, meaning, um, you know, I also grew up with brothers it was a big family. Um, I had, you know, like my sisters are close in age. We're maybe a, a year and two two years apart. So that means that we were really tight with each other and we did a lot of shit together. Um, and, you know, we were from party crews. Uh, we hung out with Cholos. We, <clears throat> you know, we had uh, our ditching days, you know, but it was all fun, you know, until the bullets started coming. Mm-hmm. So that being said, and I'll, I'll keep it short and <clears throat> just so I can jump into what's happening now. So growing up like that and then getting older, starting seeing how, um, 
a lot of our our people didn't have like the self agency to tell our stories, you know, because uh, even from my own experience, I was told that what I was doing was bad, you know, like so even like within our own communities <clears throat> and outside of it, there was a lot of um, like self criminalization, even, you know, started at home yeah. to being out on the street. Yeah. So I grew up thinking that, right? And as a woman, it's even like, okay, we like we, ladies don't aren't supposed to be doing those things, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we don't talk about a lot of shit that we did. Yeah. Even like things that everyone else was doing. Yeah. Know? And Lupe, I, I wanna I wanna say like in in those tiempos, it was active. Like East LA, um, um Boyle Heights, um, City Terrace, Commerce, like super active oh, yeah. and anybody listening to it who's not from la like in those days like late 80s early 90s like it was active like it, it was a dangerous fucking time like it was like yeah. and, and i think even that kind of brought us all together like the little clicks together the little like um, neighborhoods like we got even tighter because it was the streets were so active yeah I, i'm glad you're saying that because um i've been thinking a lot about the collective conscious and the collective healing, right? Like that's what's happening now with the work that I'm doing, but also with what the, 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 the gatherings that we were organizing, whether there are parties, whether someone died and we come together, all of that, you know, yeah. is something that we've been doing for hundreds of years. Yeah. You know, we show up as family. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I've been thinking about too. Like, okay, so, when my, you know, when I started losing friends to gang violence or police brutality or, or police murders, right? Like the first thing we would do is we we collected ourselves, we came together into someone's house, right? Like my house, if, 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 if a relative died, my homie's house, yeah. you know, we just spend like, weeks there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Just telling stories, telling stories, getting drunk or whatever needed to happen. Yeah. You know? And, um, I guess like, and that's, that's how we healed, you know, yeah. <clears throat> that's how we healed <clears throat> and the parties, right. we were carving out spaces, you yeah. know, in the midst of all that shit that was going on. Yeah. And, so. and, and do you feel like, do you feel like you do what you do because you're kind of paying homage to them, to those lost, to those lives that we lost? Cause sometimes when I talk about low writing and I talk, and I talk about why it's important not to allow it to be to be appropriated or why it's important not to allow it to go a different way that it's that it's not like politically um sometimes i think like i'm i'm remembering the the people that were victims of police brutality because of low riding lost their lives because of low riding due to gang violence like all these things and and i kind of see the work that you do almost as a um, as a homage to those to them as well for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like to say that, you know, uh, the dead are still living within us, you know, within like, uh, however we, we, um, we keep their legacies going, you know, paying a like, homage to them, yeah. telling stories, sharing, uh, memories, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And even, um, you know, like we keep these traditions, whether it's like low riding, cruising on the boulevard, or being um, in a domestic place and like, you know, in, at home. Yeah. And, um, you know, what I'm saying is also 
it could be both physical, right? Which is like the object, which is a low rider, which is the art, which, and then also us coming together in ceremony yeah. and telling stories. And healing. Know? So like this is all relative or, or connected. Yeah. And healing process. Yeah. 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 Um, exactly. Um, you know what? I'll be honest. When I see your stuff or the stuff that you post, it's one thing to see it, but then the words that you write um, are very, uh, for lack of a better word, touching. You know, they're very touching. The words that you write that go along with that. There was one recently, and and it happens all the time. I'll send them. Like I'll look. I'll see something on Map Points or Veterana Rucas, and I'll send it to friends and be like, "Fuck, remember that?" Or remember those or sometimes <laughs> or i'll send it to my wife and be like, and say like i know you were at these ditching parties like i already know it says right here bell or it says Southgate or, or something but um it, it's it's one thing you know what i mean you know what i mean um and, and i'll be completely honest yeah yeah i'll be completely honest when i first seen like the stuff that you were doing i didn't really understand it because it was so close to home meaning that the pictures that you were posting, I, I I didn't even grasp it at the time um, because I saw them and I'm like, oh, yeah, like my parents have those pictures or that, you know, that's one of my tias. So it wasn't that much mm-hmm. until later um, that I was that it hit me and I was like, fuck, like this is really preserving. This is really honoring. This is really. Um, and, and on top of that, you're a new generation is learning about like what it was like back then and what who the homies were. Who the who the yeah. who the veteranas were and you know, what was going on, you know what I mean? Like, um, on and on top of that, it's also very socially conscious. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know it's it's, it's uh, interesting because um, when I'm writing or you know just putting these posts together before actually sharing them, there's a lot of dialogue that happens, you know where the person that's sharing the photo and we both go like down memory lane together because I can also relate to what they're saying, you know, and because I, a lot of the stories are close to home, even if they're strangers. Mm-hmm. And that is what's really beautiful, how we're like just so connected, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing is that I am also aware that when we're sharing stories on a public platform, mm-hmm. there are going to be people who, who are not familiar with our culture, with our own experiences. So it's like, how do you narrate and bring them into our world at the same time being celebratory? Like saying like, we're resilient. We went through this shit, you know, mm-hmm. but there's also this beautiful side of the, of, of these, of these moments, Yeah, you know? Um, so there's always going to be something, even, even if I'm sharing a photo of, someone who was murdered by the police or someone who was shot, right? Or someone who passed um, for whatever reason. These are all uh, images that are being shared by loved ones who want to keep that legacy, you know? So then this, these, these, um, these platforms become almost like altars, mm-hmm. you know? Like we start, we start uh, telling our own story, mm-hmm. even if we don't know the person. And what kind of feedback do you get? So, it's interesting. I want to ask you, what kind of feedback do you get from families like after you post it? You know, because like you said, it's it's them, you know, uh, remembering their loved ones that are that are gone. It's them, you know, paying homage to their loved ones or, or sharing it, you know, something so personal and intimate, sharing it with so many other people. Um what are some of the the feedback you've gotten from families? I'm sure that they're 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 internally grateful for you for sharing it like that. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I tend, or I tr at least I try to build a relationship with people. I'm not just going to post and then, you know, like disregard that moment or that, that story. Uh, recently I, I contacted this woman who, who submitted a photo of her brother and her brother was shot and killed by the police. He was 14 at the time. And, you know, before I posted that picture, actually, I said to her, like, hey, you know, I think that this story and your brother's story is really important. Um, let's, let's talk about this. What do you want to share? And she just opened up, you know? Wow. Yeah. And she, she, she told us the story of how he was killed. Wow. Um, and they never, they never got justice. Mm -hmm. And then recently I contacted her and said, Hey, I'm still thinking about this post. It was really touching. And wow. thank you once again for sharing. And she was like, no, this is, this is what needs to be told. Wow. And I'm glad that I shared this story with you. And that's like now out in the world, you know? Yeah. So there's almost like this level of like empowerment yeah. for, for both of us, you know, like, yeah, like I see you and you see me, let's put the word out that yeah. this is like not right, not okay. You know, that people are being murdered by the police Yeah. and now we're showing up together as, as, as a union, like together, um, as a community, you know? Yeah. And what a platform, um, right? Like what a platform that our, that our gente has, has our own way of, of bringing out the word or or caught or bringing attention to these issues you know like um gang violence police brutalities yeah. police murders um, um gentrification whatever it, it is like um and i kind of feel like that's what drifting on memories is also like it's our people telling our stories you know not allowing it to be exploited yeah. I mean, people are like something's not right you know what mm -hmm. i mean people are like there's something that isn't right that and we're and together we're like uh, putting the puzzle together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's yeah. how, that's that's what it feels like. There's like a piece missing. Let me add, let me contribute to this puzzle. Let me tell my story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. priceless. That's that priceless shit. Um, you yeah. know what? You know what? Um, it, it's very when I see the stuff that you post, and it's cool to hear you say like the process of it. Like you don't just grab something and then just say, "Check this out. See how badass this is," or something. The process that you take your time to to talk to the people, and then that they could come back and say, "Well, this is what happened." You know, that's that's awesome to hear that from you. You know, because then we know it's authentic, and you're not exploiting it. Um, yeah. But but I did want to say that. Um, a lot of the times for me, at least when I see those stories and in your writing in the picture, it's, it's bitter, it's bittersweet, you know, because, because I know, I know what the times were like, I know the violence, what the violence was like, I know that what, you know, what a marginalized community goes through all that shit, you know, I know all that. Um, and it's bittersweet, because it, it makes me sad, honestly, you know, what our people have gone through, yeah. even preserving preserving our lifestyle whether it's fucking cortez and dickies or whether it's lowriders whether it's backyard punk gigs any any right uh, i know what it took for us to preserve that um but but it, it makes me sad sometimes when when i read those things um but then i get these ones or you put out these ones about you put one out recently that i was like fuck that that happened down the street and you said it was in pico rivera and it was a couple and back then there was oh yeah that a, was yesterday there was that yesterday yeah, yeah the one with the man yeah uh, they were like, fuck me up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck me up yeah <laughs> mess me up 
uh, I want everybody to go back and look at that one because it was pictures of them when they met. They met off of Whittier Boulevard, cruising in the boulevard, and everything yep. you said is how it goes down. <laughs> everything you yeah. said is how it goes down. And then, and then the last picture was them, um, probably a recent picture of them still together. Yeah, no, I mean, even that conversation alone, before posting and when I posted, the comments were like, fuck yeah, like, like that's, that's what happened, you know? Like, there was this woman who said, oh, what about when you go cruising? And I actually pinned it because it was so true. Yeah. When, when you, you, you go cruising, you meet... Um, you go to you end up having like a kickback right like you go and you're like hey let's keep hanging out so you go to a kickback and then like the person that you have a crush on they're like hey well what's up, what's up with that home girl <laughs> like they start like hitting on someone else you know yeah that's the best and and a lot of us are still friends yeah. today from those from those experiences you know what i mean like a lot of us are yeah. lifelong comadres compadres from those experiences you know from hooking up from meeting people on the boulevard or the parties right yeah no the other day, um the the woman who sent me the picture she's like hey this is this is us now like she sent me pictures of her homegirls back then wow okay and then she's like I'm, we still hang out wow you know so yeah. and then she's like she also sent me a before and now picture yeah that's more the, than it now i guess that's the best where do you see all of this uh, i know you're doing like projects i know you have other art installation projects you're working on where do you see or where do you want Veteranas and Rucas to go? What do you want it to be? What kind of platform? Um, you know, I want to bring it back to physical, you know, like right now I'm actually working. Uh, I've, I've been collecting physical materials that people have been donating. Um, ideally, I would love to have an archive space, mm -hmm. you know, like where people can come and actually see the photos in person, the magazines, you know, I've been collecting street magazines, or magazines, all that stuff, lowrider magazines. And it's different. It's a different experience when, I don't know if you've, if you've gone to like UCLA Chicano studies, right? Mm -hmm. Like they have a, they have a, they have an archive there, right. mm -hmm. but then it makes you wonder or think that, well, who, who comes and sees this, right? Like <laughs> who has access to this stuff? <laughs> And also, how can you feel connected to, to the archive in, a, in an institution like that, right? Like, it starts to kind of, like, become more sterile, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I started thinking about that, like, damn, it would be so dope if we had, like, a community archive space on the east side. Yeah, for sure. Like, like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm also really focusing on um, on writing a lot. Okay, okay. So for, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't yeah. want to put the word out too, too soon. But yeah. All right. Okay. I heard something or read something about some of the writing you're doing and for for who you might be writing for. So I got excited about, about hearing that. So I know you'll let us know when it's right, when the time's right. So we're looking forward to that. I love having a gente from the, from the community tell the story, you know? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me hit you with this one now, though, okay? Um, okay, how do you feel about youngsters today, the youth of today, um, um, maybe glorifying that, maybe trying to recreate that, but not really about that life? It, do you feel like, is there room for that? Can can we help them? Or do you feel like it's not the right path? Or How do you feel about that, Lupe? I want to, you know, I've been thinking about that too. Oh, even, even since I started doing this work, because I almost feel like the, the, these archives influence that 
you know, like people like when, when I started this was like 2015 and that's when I just hit even harder. Right. Like yeah. all these like youngsters started dressing like yeah. that, but they're yeah. probably looking at my picture and be like, Oh shit, I want to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I want to trust, honestly, I want to trust that the new generation can be created as creative as we were. Yeah. You know? So I feel like, okay, yeah, it's cool that you guys are doing this stuff. I can't change that, but I also want to trust that you're going to come up with your own shit. Yeah. As, 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 and I don't want to say that in a harsh way, but I, 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 I'm bringing it back to who we are, right? Like we're fucking creative. We always come up with some good, some cool shit. And I trust that the, that the new uh, generation is going to, it is probably doing that already. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I, I, I have my, you know, como se dice, my my questions around youngsters dressing like 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 cholos, you know, mm -hmm. because fuck, people were getting killed for that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. People yeah. were getting killed for that, and sometimes we didn't have a fucking choice. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. People might might argue that. That part. But yeah. The way I grew up, the way you probably grew up, mm -hmm. did we really have a choice? Mm -hmm. You know, when everyone around us is like that, mm -hmm. and you can't even step out of your house when the cops are fucking with you. Mm -hmm. I mean. I, I remember all the times, right? Like this is when I'm like 13, 14, the first time someone got arrested and that, that's what started the pattern. You know, like once you're in the system, you're in the system. Yeah, uh-huh. The prison and pipeline. Remember, <laughs> yeah, so even like a boyfriend of mine when I was 14, we were hanging out outside and the cops just pulled up and he must've been 14. It was a Sunday morning. And the cops just like started fucking with him. Like, you know, what are you doing outside? Uh, go back inside. And he's like, yo, we're just hanging out. He's like, no, go, ba go back inside. Because, you know, he's dark skinned, shaved head, white t-shirt, just, you know. Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I'm just literally just hanging out at my house. And they started fucking with him and they arrested him for no reason. Yeah. You know, and like that is what's conditioned in our minds, right? Like. We deserve this. We, it's becoming normalized. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, right? But yeah. But then again, you know, I talked to my relatives about this, about like, hey, so how do you guys feel about, you know, like the, the younger people dressing up the way we used to yeah. or, and they're like, it's mixed. You know, people yeah. are like, you know, they're, they're continuing the tradition. Right. So there's that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've been asking a few people about that. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like, I got to find out where I am with that because I know, you know, um, I want to protect them. And I know that what I went through and what my friends went through, they lost their lives because of that. You know what I mean? So I want to protect our youth with yeah. that. But I don't want to disregard them. And I think a lot of times I'm listening to people disregard them and saying like, fuck that. They ain't about shit. They ain't about that life. They can't dress. I don't want to just disregard our youth because then then that's when we lose our youth almost, you know, and they get into some other whack shit. And then you're like, you know what I mean? So I feel like maybe there was a, um, there was an online like lowrider conference that happened a couple weeks ago. And they asked about the prices of cars now, you know, the ridiculous prices of Impalas now, right? And they asked me something similar about that. And they said, and, and my question was, how can we continue the culture of lowriding to our youth if these cars, you know, cost so much, my answer was, well, let's talk to them. 
Let's meet with them. Let's help them realize what a price of a car should be and, and how they won't get burned. And then also teach them about all these other badass cards that are out there that they can fix up. You know what I mean? So it kind of yeah. it kind of yeah. encapsulated that like, hey, instead of saying, you know, fuck them, they ain't lowriders, fuck them, they ain't cholos or cholas. Let's meet with them. Let's conference with them. Let's say, hey, you know, this is as elders, like um, cultural you know, native indigenous elders sit with them and say, like, this is this is what you need to look out for. This is how things go down. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, I kind of feel something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like also the way low writing, low, low writing started, right? Like people were using fucking sandbags in the back of their cars, mm-hmm. you know, to yep. bring them lower. Yep. And we were always thinking, right? Like, OK, how do we how do we modify this shit? Yeah. So I guess like for the youth now, it's also sure get inspired by what others have done in the past. But that means that you can also, you know, like get in touch with your creativity. Yeah. Because we've always been that person, you know, like we're always looking for like the uniqueness of, of, of life, the uniqueness in in and just like lifestyles and also as survival right mm-hmm. like how do we keep carving out spaces yeah yeah and even even with this women's series that i'm doing i've been highlighting like young um young women of color and in their art too and what they're doing mm-hmm. in their photography or graphic art or um you know traditional art um it's been kind of like the same thing to try to to give them a bit of a platform you know to give them a bit of encouragement to continue it you know um yeah and i think that that's what you're doing too i think that you're inspiring a lot of people and a lot of you know a lot of men and women trans any you know what i mean all kinds of people into what you're doing and how you're archiving it and how you're preserving it and how you're writing in it. So, so that's really great. You know, um, I would love to see something too, like more visual, more, you know, like physical as far as like the work you're doing too. So, so I hope, I hope we get to see that. For sure. I know I am. I have, uh, I've been in the studio also getting my hands, hands on objects and make art making, you know, mm-hmm. uh, been really inspired by, you know, like last year and the year before, I was traveling so much, which, of course, I'm really grateful, you know. At the same time, I was missing home. Like, I was still like, fuck, I want to, like, stay in L.A., like, have a student in L.A. and yeah. make some shit, you know. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing right now. Nice. Uh, and, um, yeah, like, I in 2017, I don't know if you saw or... Uh-huh. heard about it but i had a i had a solo show at the vincent prize museum oh right 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 and yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i made That's the whole like. like environment mm-hmm. um pretty much like an installation mm-hmm. that was really inspired by back in the day but yeah. also almost really hybrid you know to like okay how how do we go back to that time but still be present how can we you see know? that like I, I brought is there any way to see that? Can we see pictures of that, a video tour of that? How is it? How can we go back and see that? What your install? Your yeah, I can send you some links okay. or some photos. Maybe you guys can share them on your on your okay. on your website or I okay. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so it was really cool because um, I'll give you an example. You know, like sound. It was like okay, I'm just gonna like make a mix and I'm gonna play music in the room and you guys are gonna like reminisce. Yeah. It was more like, what was it like? to drive down the street to a party 
and then you hear the music, right? Yeah. yeah. You hear the music, and that's what directs you. Like, oh shit, the, like, the party's <laughs> down the block. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like it's almost like Thomas Guide style, like no <laughs> GPS. It's like you just fucking use all your senses. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so that's what it was fucking with, you know? Yeah. It's like make it sound far feel the bass on your skin yeah. kind of thing get goosebumps like yeah. that is what i'm really attracted to and what i'm really inspired when i make art yeah. like make these these spaces or art that is going to activate emotion uh memory all that stuff yeah you know? yeah that's awesome yeah i and, and you took me back right there because it was tough it was tough finding the parties right it was tough like getting the address um pulling out the maps the thomas guide maps it's like how do we get down there it's in downtown and it's a party like, f5 too you know what I mean? when you're starting to connect the map the thomas guy you're like f2 five and then you're like okay these youngsters they don't know the struggle they don't know the struggle yeah yeah it was the best and that's what i mean sometimes sometimes i get i don't know fuck i don't know maybe it's just me and my own like uh weird you know depression issues but sometimes even seeing those pictures and reading those stories i get a little sad like fuck i remember those days and you know like i said it's a bittersweet you know it's very bittersweet but um but it's nice to see it um you know, I think what you're doing is is great. But I, I also want to talk about like your community work and your activism or artivism. You know, um, I've been to a couple yeah, places, um, a couple of um, events and a couple like community, um, even protests and stuff. And I've seen you around there. I know that you were part of the the um, during the Black Lives Matter movement. There was a cruise here in East L.A. and uh, we met a few oh, yeah. people. Yeah, um, we sang a couple songs to open that up in a ceremonial way, and I seen you. Um, and there was cars out there. How do you how do you see your work, uh, or or do you separate that from your work and from your art? No, I feel like they're all they're they're and they're all to it's like um, what's the word that I'm looking for? They're all like merged together, you mm-hmm. know. It's also the work that I do as an artist, the work that I do in the archiving is a self-reflection of community. You know, like I want people to see themselves in the in the work that I do. Mm-hmm. The same thing with uh, with activism and protesting. <clears throat> I like to share, you know, and give my mom props for teaching me to use our voices to to go out there and and resist and 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 march together. You know, like I, <clears throat> my mom. Since I remember, she was taking us to protests um, in the 80s. When we were little kids, you know, she'd be like, Orale, you know, ponte los zapatos, and we're going to this protest, whether it's 187, mm-hmm. you know, or um, uh, pesticides in the food, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. there was this huge thing with like no uvas yeah, and the uh-huh. farmers, the United Farmer Workers, stuff, yeah, you know, we were, the UFW, we were, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and we sometimes we didn't even know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're like, okay, we're going with my mom. <laughs> That's and, the best. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it's almost it became almost like, como se dice? It's almost like going to church mm-hmm. to some people. Like, okay, every Sunday we're gonna go to church. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of shit. Yeah. And as I got older, it was almost like in me. You know, because then I started doing the same thing back in like. um you know, student walkouts in the 90s and all that stuff. So protesting and activism isn't new. You know, it's been it's been a part of my life. Mm-hmm. So um, 
you know, even like going to the that Black Lives Matter and then seeing how much we have in common with like black communities, you know, it's like it's it's important to to unite, and that's what was really important that day when I when I saw you, when I saw Joel and all, all the other people, because there's already so much division, yeah, you know, yeah. that's really harming our communities, yeah, so. No, I, 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 I want to keep doing this kind of work as well. You okay. know, they go hand in hand. I, mean, I don't know if you were at, at Standing Rock, but I was out there too. With, yeah, I saw that you were out. Yeah, I saw that you were yeah, out there too. So, a few years back, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like, honestly, like I've even considered just to like stop whatever I'm doing, right? Like an artist and and pro and Instagram and just fucking go out there and and join the fight. Whether it's with kind of who's in Canada or here or in yeah. Mexico, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what, um, and and I think you're doing it though. I think that the platform that you have right now probably reaches a lot more people, um, for sure. You know, than than normal, and I and I like that you do that too. That you do bring like those social justice issues, those Native American issues, those Black and Brown issues, those communities, those. You know, I, I feel that you do that already, uh, and I'm really grateful to see that um, that you're able to keep both of them. What do you, what would you say to to all the people that kind of that follow Veterana Rucas, that follow Map Points? What would you say to them as far as like uh, as far as like um, I don't know. I mean, would you encourage them to to take on that that life of like um, activism and community involvement? What would you say to them, Lupe, like about that, you know? You know, I, I, I feel like <clears throat> I want to be honest and to say that activism is not for everyone, but we can always contribute somehow, right? Whether we're people of color or or our white brothers and sisters, you know, mm-hmm. or allies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to point out something, right, like that really stood out to me a few weeks ago. So a friend of mine passed away. And someone that I grew up with, and I actually shared about it on my Instagram. And um, I'm 40 years old now, you know, like I'm an adult. And I started, when, when he passed, I started thinking about, you know, even if I'm an adult and don't really live that life, you know, but I'm still connected to it. That's the environment that I'm, I'm surrounded by regardless, right? Like, this is my people. Um, and, uh, what I, what I started thinking about was of course, like the systemic oppression, right? Like that is, you know, like my friend didn't just die because he was a cholo and I'm not going to like out him out why, how he died, you know, but it wasn't because of these things that can like criminalize him. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. We can, we can think about that and we can, we can blame it on, on, on him, on him, Mm -hmm. on his family, whatever. Right. But if we start to like really think deep, right? And start thinking about like the systemic oppression, right? Like how does this build, how does this mold us mm-hmm. to become whether we survive or not? So when he passed, you know, I uh, shared, you know, his family was asking for, for financial support. And what I noticed is that people of color came, came together. Like they fucking showed up, you know, like whether it was $5, a prayer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
white people just kind of step back because they're like, and that was fucking triggering, you know, because I felt like, oh, what, this is not your fight just because it's not someone you know, you know, like this is also part of this, the, the, the fight that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you show up regardless, right? Like you, you don't have to go out into, on the streets and protest. You don't have to like topple a fucking monument, you know, if, if that doesn't feel like it's your thing, but there are many other ways. Right. You know, to be allies. Yeah. 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 So I guess that answers your question, right? Like, do you need to be out on the streets to contribute? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. There, there, there are hundreds of other ways to show up. Yeah. And that's that's my take. Yeah. Um, and I think that sometime is my, my chip on my shoulder. Um, like you, I'm very protective of the way we were, we were raised and the way, and the experiences we went through. And sometimes I I see that in your writing and in, and in your pictures, I see that how you're being, you're showcasing it and you're highlighting these people. But I think underlying like me, it's, it's a protective thing about it too. Like this is, it's very personal, right? Yeah. Um, so low writing is very personal to me too, because it's a family thing. And because, um, you know, I've seen, I've seen how it's beautified our community, but I've also seen like the bad side of it too. And the violence and all that. So I, 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 I'm the same way in the sense of like, Hey, if you're going to say you're an ally or if you're going to own a low rider, um, but you're not necessarily from the black or brown communities, then understand that it comes with more than just mm-hmm. that, you know? And I think exactly. that, I think that's what I'm hearing from you when you say, Hey, if you're going to, um, you know, to appreciate my art and what I'm doing and preserving these stories, yeah. then understand mm-hmm. like it, it comes with the responsibility. If, if you're going to say you're an ally, then be a fucking ally. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, also some allies will, go to protests and post pictures of them at, at a protest and then that's it. You know what I mean? It's like they go to a protest as a backdrop. Like, that's not really how it works. <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> I'm going to get hate, hate mail now. Um, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good, good stuff. And I already you can edit that out if you want. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. I already knew we we're gonna. I, knew, I already knew we we're gonna chop it up good. So, <laughs> good stuff. Thank you, Lupe. Um, so where do you, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're doing really good stuff. We want to follow you and we want to continue to, um, to support the stuff you're doing. I mean, who better voice, uh, than one of our own, you know, to, to show it and to highlight it. Um, and I know you're true to, true, true to it, your art, you know, I know that you won't let people come in and, and exploit it or fucking yeah. gentrify it or anything like that. Um, and yeah. thank you for, for speaking to the youth. Um, you know what I mean? Because I think I think there's a, a huge influence there. And like you said, they probably look at it and say like, oh, that's fucking dope. I want to dress like that. I want to look like that. Um, and, and there's a there's a responsibility for them, too. You know? Yeah. I mean, the other thing I wanted to to mention, even just what you said about like wanting to be like those pictures or wanting to live that lifestyle. Right. How many times did did uh we like the older folks have so much shame sometimes right like fuck i i i mean at least for me i'll I'll speak from my own experience you know sometimes i felt like kind not embarrassed but just like shame about things that happened in my life Mm -hmm. 
you know, and the thing that's that the work this 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 work is is about finding pride and empowerment, mm-hmm. even sharing like the, the the most difficult stories, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah. And someone that you know, because I I ended up moving to New York in two thousand, and by then I was just in a really dark moment, like really dark time in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wasn't even thinking about my what my future would look like or what I was going to be doing in New York. And I um, remember being in this whole different world in New York and like seeing the people that I was hanging out with because I was also like, you know, I came out as queer in New York. I was um, part of this like artist um, uh, community there. But a lot of my friends there were not, I mean, no one was from L.A. Most of them were white. Most of them went to art school, you know? Yeah. So I felt like, well, how am I, how can I be seen? You know, how can I tell my story and for them to understand it? Yeah. Or even like not so much understand it, but respect it. Yeah. Not to see me as anything lower than them, you know? And I had to carry that for a while. And that's what actually, I would say maybe inspired me to do this work. Hell yeah. Like I can't be alone in this. I'm sure there are other people that feel this way. Hell yeah. Right on. And, and, and no, it's, it's, it's a powerful story, you know, and, and it's, it's unfortunate that you had to go through that to see like the beauty and what you're doing today. But um, I don't know, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason almost, you know, and and that was your path, you know, and you're able to share that. Um, We want to continue to hear your talks. We want to continue to hear your lectures. Um, Is it is the best way just to kind of follow the the social media uh, platform? um, I can send you I'm I'm doing a, a talk with the Getty. Okay. And I don't know if you know, she's a curator, Rita Gonzalez. She's at LACMA. Okay. She's, she's not, really, okay. yeah, I can send you some links. That's going to happen in March. All right. And then, uh, but then that I'll probably be posting it on Instagram. What, let me ask you this before I let you go. What do you want, what would you like for people when they see Veteranas and Rucas and they hear the stories and they read your writings and what would you kind of, I don't know how to even ask you, but how, what would you want them to get from that? I guess is what I'm saying. Just like, just as, I mean, it's something that you contributed in creating, you know, it's like a mixture of like these old pictures and these stories and the barrios and then it's what you how you describe it, how you portray it, how you see it, how you remember it. Um, what would you want people to get from it when you when you when you're finished with that product or that art piece? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want first of all, I want people to think. You know, I want people to really think about their their memories, their experiences, right? But when 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 we do that, um, there's there's like something I know that sometimes these posts can be really sad right Mm -hmm. and emotional but on the flip side there's almost like we've overcome something you know and so so I want people to feel empowered you know yeah and even even um of course you know like the empowerment that I'm talking about is not like yes you know like 
that's what happened and my friend died and I'm yeah. you know it's more like I just fucking share that story and it was so hard and by other people reflecting back yeah. and sharing their story I feel less alone yeah. or I feel like my community understands me you know what I'm saying yeah I totally do feels like I totally do we're like yeah <clears throat> and, and I see it like it's like I see it like, uh, fuck, and it, it just kind of hit me right now, too, when you were talking about it like that, um, like a place to heal, mm-hmm. and then also a place to celebrate the resiliency. Exactly. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, um, let's say the story with the couple, right, that they, they met mm-hmm. on, on, on Whittier Boulevard, you know, I want to say, like, maybe six years ago, 10 years ago, that's only shit that we shared like with friends. Right. But we didn't put it out in public, right? Right, yeah. And now you fucking see the comments like, oh my God, I made my baby daddy like that. Oh my God, I got my, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, my first kiss there yeah. or I got a ticket there yeah. or whatever, you Everything. know? Yeah, and, uh-huh. like, and the other thing about this though is that I love when women share these stories. You know what I'm saying? Because... Back then, or ten years ago, it was like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want my family to know about that. I don't want my kids to know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want my job to know about that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. A lot of us are like, fuck it. Like that's what what we did back in the day. I'm a different person, right. and I still get to celebrate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's badass. That's badass that you give them that. Uh, and, and I hope you see it like that too, that you're, that you're, you know, um, you know, such a big contribution for them to come out and share those stories, you know? And I think sometimes I have to do it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, do I, sometimes I don't like seeing pictures of myself when I was 15, 14, you know, but it's part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dope. It's dope. And like I said, I, every time I, I see this, this, the pictures, like I, like I said, I even, I ever, I think about my parents and my tias, or I think about the time growing up, or I think about the flyers that you put out with it says like no snappers or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I know yeah. that, I know that, <laughs> I know exactly that. The scam and jam. Yes, all of those, the ditching parties. I'm like, fuck, I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to tell my kids about it yet. Uh, hopefully, right. pretty. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Of course, is respected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing some time with us. Thank you for talking with us. Thanks for putting your story out there. It's very, you know, very personal and very. We want to continue to support. We want to continue to to see what's next for those pages and for your art sure. and stuff. So, appreciate everything. Thank you so much, Lupe. Thank you, Raúl. So did we just?